bing a bop bop a loop a lap a loom bam boom. Hey, how you doing? We noticed frost on the truck last night, and that red paint shone through just a little bit orange this morning. There's been some cold weather and a little bit of frost on the grass out by the dusty road. No longer dusty now. It's looking a little more muddy these days. We did see frozen water in the cornfields. It's all fallow now. Friends, uh, looks like election time is coming up, but that's just mayoral election out here on the dusty road. We don't care nothing about that stuff. You don't need to be here. I have a special interest in... 1920s and before culture. I've been studying that a lot today. And today I found a web page on 1920s slang. It shows you stuff about speakeasies and moonshine and illegal alcohol during the days of prohibition. Such as they come up with the term foot juice and to do a Daniel Boone, which I never heard that one. Foot juice is, of course, uh, illegal wine. Go out and smash the grapes yourself under your own feet. Just stomp on them. That's what foot juice would become and Daniel Boone is just a term for throwing up out in the woods you go wander out of the building go off into the grass or something throw up there at the Daniel Boone we're just looking around for good stories here like uh, there's that Packers game coming up but I don't care about that we don't talk about football that much here so well that's part of their rules not something I need to worry about I had an embarrassing, sad moment on this show here. I got to looking up my Mira podcast, Reincarnation 2, and we discovered it's only 18 minutes long. It's supposed to be 31 minutes. I reviewed the situation and listened to my podcast. Half of this show is completely missing. I went looking for the cause to find out it's not Anchor. And I went looking at my files to find the project files are missing. That means I have to start over again and re-record that entire episode. I don't know what happened. We're going to change the encoding from standard to fast here and see if that changes. We'll also watch out for any limits to audacity and find out maybe is there something the software did to me? I don't understand how that works. But someone with the experience tell me about audacity. Do they limit the size of our podcast? Can't say that they have. I'm going to get some free audio and experiment with putting little bits of it in this show. Maybe not today. We're going to try something, though. It might be easier to have it playing while I'm trying to record this in here. This is just a podcast to talk free about whatever. So I invite you all to call in. Uh, I'm probably not going to hear you as I sit here. Skype is not even on today. I don't know why, because nobody's ever calling me. And we'll figure out when they want to call. Sometimes I'm going to call you up on my cell phone and say, Hey, talk to me. That might be nice to do. Right now, I'm just disappointed that half of my clothing and Mira stuff got cut off. Well, there will be an episode coming up about the afterlife and magenta. So maybe I'll just put some Mira stuff in there and we'll re-record this. You're going to hear a repeat of something you heard before. You're going to hear some stuff you never heard at all. Right now I'm letting this run without pushing the buttons. I don't want to press stop by mistake and miss my words. But the funny thing was, it was exactly 31 minutes. 
And I remember that before I sent it up to Anchor. That's why I had to go through step by step what happened to the show. Don't worry, it's not Anchor's fault. We're going to find out. We're going to find out what did this and who does these things. And then there might be one little hole dug out by the dusty road. We're going to make sure they don't come back to life and bug us again. I got an idea for that Sarah character. We're going to continue that on Fiction Friday. Was going to do one, but that was the day before Halloween, or actually Halloween night. And there wasn't that many people listening. So I saved that for next week. We're going to do that on Friday. Provided I can make promises, of course. I saw one of our group members posted in another group. They had a charred piece of wood. That thing looked like a pepper shaker, but that's not what it is. We're going to find out. Maybe they had an old... Uh, well, what was that Italian restaurant? The Olive Inn or something. They had those restaurants all over the place. Uh, they had fake Italian food, marble statues, and little grapevines. They said all of Italy is marble statues in Rome, and the rest of the country is wineries and grapevines. So maybe that's where this came from. It was an old olive garden built in the 1920s or something. I don't think we had them back then, but we'll find out. Size, does anyone want an Olive Garden today? Thank you, Miss Dobin, for that article. If I got your name right, tell me. I can always take you back to Blood and Sand, a movie made in 1920, maybe 1919. And the players who saw it, including Johnny McNally, who ended up running for the NFL and was part of a backfield back then. He's fun to talk about. And... I did look up the name of his compatriot, the guy who took the nickname Sand, who lasted all of one year in the NFL. He never had a con uh, competitive career, apparently. He wasn't that good at it. That's about like me. I didn't get that good either. As for ghost stories and stuff, they're going on. I still see Haunted History on Facebook. They're a good group. H.W. Uh, Davis has... Forgotten Faces and Long Ago Places. It's a nice group that gives me a lot of details about history. He gave me a nice rundown of roller skates in the past. And it goes way past the 1920s. It, uh, the first use of roller skates goes all the way back to 1743 in England and France. They took the blade off roller skates. They put wheels in that same location. And you got a configuration similar to, to today's inline roller skates. So you ask a little girl if she ever went to town and wore roller skates on the sidewalks there in 1920. Yeah, we could do that. But I was a farm girl. I don't know if I ever had roller skates out there. If you've ever seen dirt and sand and dirt clods out here in the country, this is not the place for roller skates. You're going to know that. You're going to end up getting your feet turned. Your wheels are going to turn out from under you. You're better off with a good set of boots. I'm sure girls had boots back then. I wouldn't want to wear pumps or flats all the time. So that's when you're dealing with horses. Who wants to wear girls' shoes out there? Let's see. Got a nice good thing here. Talking about ten minutes now, so let's continue on a bit. There's some people that's got aliens and witchcraft and a few other topics to talk about. 
I saw a good movie about voodoo the other night. That was on Comet, I believe. And that's fun to hear about. You may notice so far there's a interesting lack of aliens on my show. That's because I have a lack of experience with this topic. We have nothing against aliens. We like to have a few visitors with gray skin. Or is it purple or blue? I'm not sure. Y'all tell me what you've seen and what you experience. I like Grays. I like Whitley Strieber. And I like that guy that was out in the forest. Oh, can you help me with his name? He got caught. He was taken up in a craft. And he was dropped back in a telephone booth. Try finding one of those nowadays. Okay. And they picked him up and took, took him back into town. So even though they've had some good experiences and some bad ones, that's the kind of people I favor in UFO stories. I imagine if a UFO picks you up out here on the dusty road, you're going to be screaming. You don't want to do that stuff. But this New Day stuff about very kind and soft aliens, soft-hearted people who are just here to save us, and they're talking about the Galactic Federation, this is not my cup of tea. Or as the 1920s called it, brain juice. You gotta have your noodle juice to do something right here. But noodle juice, all that means is get a cup of tea, sit down next to the fireplace, tell us a story. You're gonna be thinking for a bit. And a cup of tea, as we all know, is gonna help anyone do some thinking. What you doing, Mom? Okay. I got my cup of hot chocolate. There's a roaring fire in the fireplace. If you could actually see that. <laughs> and we're just looking at the old glass thermometer here. The candles are out now. I burned the white candles. I burned the black and purple candles. All I have left is some little tea jug candles or votive candles as they call them. These are good enough to get the ghost started, but we haven't heard that much. Oh, by the way, when I was in the shower yesterday, I heard a voice in my ear. I'd say that's a bit close because you could actually feel the wind in my ear. And I thought, somebody's standing right next to me. All I heard was a male voice say, oops, and then take off. That's why I turned real quick to shower and said, what did you do? I said, I'm not going to punish you, but if you at least tell me what broke, what went on, I can fix it. But I heard nothing further from this voice. I don't know what it was. We cannot say ghost, but who would deny it? I think that's kind of funny. Usually the ghosts here are quite friendly and helpful. I've seen them cook food for me before. But today we just heard, oops. And then the voice stopped. Well, I went looking through the house. We went looking for anything burned or broken. I went out, looked for trees on the road and anything nearby. And nothing happened. There was no disaster. We couldn't find anything dead or alive that needed help. I don't know what to tell you. The Skype ID Indiana Rider 292 might be easier to find. We still have Skype under Dusty Road. You can type that in as first name and last name and find me in the search box. We're going to publish that in the group. And I'm going to start publishing a list of 1920s and World War I slang terms. We're going to tell you who the Hun is and the French terms for that, the Boche. Boche are the barbarians, the invaders.
So we talk about that all the time. I don't recall ever using the term Daniel Boone to indicate somebody throwing up. But if you're out in the country throwing up out there in the weeds, you probably know that one. We had a version of that in high school. It was named after the center who threw up during the game. Word is that guy had the flu and showed up for practice anyway. Apparently he just got sick during the game. They had to stop the game and call a timeout and get someone at the bucket and some sand go out there and patch the field. So we did that. We heard a bit of laughter come up from the audience that way. So it's a little fun in these games. And we tried to be very sympathetic and gentle to him after that because clearly the guy suffered for us. He was sick and he just needed some help that day. That's okay. If you do this in uh, professional or college sports, we'd be glad to see you throw up and laugh a little bit about it. And we often see that on the dusty road, someone pulls that red Chevy over to the side of the road, takes a open of the door and chucks his lunch out on the field there. We'll do that. Sorry, my phone is talking to me. You might hear someone saying screen off. Yes, the little phones talk to each other all the time. We're going to let this thing talk to me. And I figure for a New Year's Day show, I'm going to get a text-to-speech reader. We're going to type words out and let the text-to-speech reader read it to you. That voice is in your Windows software if you have that. I'm sure Apple devices have the same thing. There's some kind of text-to-speech reader for you. There's a good bit of accessibility in computers, but it's just not enough. There's tools we can use to help blind people, but... You often have to download free software to get something else going. Like the voice is there, but it will do nothing to help me with web pages. It only works within Windows. And frankly, I'm better off with my software than I am with the, the operating system. I think we have a Microsoft David voice I'm using. There's also a woman whose name I can't figure out. It looks like three syllables, and it's weird looking. Anyway... Uh, curious to see what y'all think of the offer of Filipino and German voices here. We're trying to give people more accessibility to talk to this forum. I don't want to make an English-only rule. If you got another language, such as Russian, we're going to run translator on you, and we got friends. I have a friend who lives in Russia. He can help me translate things. We also all know the we know all the useful insults you have in your language, so it may be interesting to see what other languages bring to us. If you have idiomatic expressions or slang from other nations, we'd be glad to hear that. You don't know how many people claim to have reincarnation from another country. Like there's one friend who absolutely claims to she absolutely believes she was a Roman centurion living in France during the Middle Ages. Uh, Middle Ages, what is that? Uh, probably around 2nd century BC. Just after the time of Jesus or something. She's not, she's not medieval period, she's late Roman. But she claims to have been a centurion in armor and red and all that. So we've got to see if that's true. We're going to look up a little bit of slang. And I've come up with Tika Tika Boom, a song from the Philippines that I can't identify. I don't know when that was made or if it's still around.
If you have something like Japanese expressions or you're greeting us from Japan, Ukraine, Thailand, Vietnam, India, Botswana, Kenya, whatever, tell us a little bit about your language. Try to tell us a few things you've learned. And we'll make it part of the show. We'll help people identify their past lives or maybe where they are living now. My friends have helped me realize the show Emergence is just on. It's just been preempted by the World Series, which used to happen to the X-Files all the time. Don't mind. We're cool with that. We understand. I just hope to get interested in the show again. It's been two or three weeks since I saw an episode, and I got kind of bored with Emergence. As for Paranormal Soup, I'm going to find you online. I think I found you on YouTube. Uh, Paranormal UK... All these popular shows, we like them. We'd like to see you again. And if you have another show, don't worry. I might be talking to you soon. Yeah, I know. My audience is like 20 people. Let's see. What is your audience? Do you know how many? Besides, we see you on forums already. Many of you like Heather Wade's show. You're trying to get people to listen to you. As for myself, I may talk about YouTube in the future. I'm not a visual person. I don't dress up for this podcast. Matter of fact, you can see my red suspenders and my underwear as I'm sitting here drinking hot chocolate. Uh, No, you can't see that. I don't want you to. When I dress up like Jonathan B. Wells in front of a TV studio, no. Maybe I'll go outside and do a podcast in the forest. We have to deal with State Road 11 traffic, but that's not too bad. You get out here on the local highways, 55 miles per hour is the minimum speed limit. They're often exceeding that. And the sound of their cars makes me think glass-packed mufflers are still legal here. They're supposed to be illegal, but the clacking and clapping back and forth of those glass panels makes it sound very loud. And it's not uncommon to see someone walking barefoot up State Road 11. I don't know how this happens, but they did that. I will offer to take them for a ride because I don't like people walking on that road up there. It's dangerous. And if they don't get hit, they still manage to disturb homeowners somehow. I'm sure you need some kind of help walking a state highway. As for 250 cents in Scottsburg, buddy, anybody bother walking that road nowadays? I see your articles about construction there and how they put in the turn lane. It's now a three-lane highway, and people are still complaining they don't understand how the road functions. Well, I'm up and down that road three or four times a week. I know what's there. We usually go through the back roads and go around them. As for the back roads in Scott County, just ask my mom. She knows how to drive me back and forth. County Road with a three-digit number on it, West Lake Road, anything like that. We can get you to Lexington, NAB, Henryville, anything we want to without using state highways. Might be better state highways, but they are so crowded. If you have been through the hills and the knobs of southern Indiana, You know one does not drive where one simply wants to. Even though these roads are no longer dirt roads, you find they are rare and far between. A lot of times there are hills, forests, 
and farms in between. I see a nice cattle ranch up near where I go to get treatment. It's a nice place. Good to drive through. Maybe not to walk there, but it looks good. And that means there's few roads in between these places because most of it you can't put a county road where the private property is. You're stuck with maybe three or four county roads that are hopefully paved now. And you're stuck with the state highway for most of the traffic is. We like them. We're doing good. Anyway, we're going to try to run this podcast long. And we're going to test Audacity again. We're going to test Anchor again. And figure out what is the problem with this software. And we're up to the 20 minute mark. I'm seeing going longer than that. Hopefully there's something else to talk about. Let's read a few things from this webpage. Up, Chuck. I bet some of you Americans have heard this term already. Sure, it is 1920s slang. And for people drinking bathtub gin and moonshine, Upchuck is going to be very familiar with you. Upchuck, of course, means vomit. Probably after too much foot juice or giga water. Yeah, foot juice is uh, illegally made grape wine. And giga water is alcohol, make you laugh a lot. And, of course, they talk about you slay me. Just means you're hilarious. I died laughing. That's where that comes from. You killed me. Oh, my gosh. X, in lieu of any cuss words, just say X. Edge means intoxication. I don't know what that means nowadays, but they talk about program has edge, or the program is edgier. I think that's different. I think that just means smoking, violence, alcohol, something like that. Rats, of course we saw that. How disappointing. Oh, rats. Yeah, we feel that in cartoons all the time. Some of them, you know, spanky and... Uh, the gang on TV, Alpha Alpha, they still have 20 sling. Quilt. They don't use that one. He use hot chocolate a lot of it. Oh, cool. Tell it to Sweeney. That's a good one for the paranormal community. Tell it to Sweeney means go tell it to someone who believes your stories. Uh... I listen to everything you have to say, whether it's something I like or not. Now, no one's going to sit down and believe 100% of everything the paranormal community says. We would have to test you for dementia if you did that. But what we can say is, we listen to all three hours of the show, four hours in Art Bell's case, and we heard all of it. We just decided to keep this part and chuck that part. Chuck, toss it in the trash. Put it in the trash bin. And they had another one. Phonus balonus. Of course, means nonsense. Trickle. Lies. Phony baloney is the modern term of that one. Phonus balonus is phony baloney. You may have heard this guy named Rush Limbaugh say that one a few times. Phony baloney, plastic banana, good time rock and roll. So you see this... uh, term still comes around. Ossified. Now this one changes a bit. In the 20s it meant totally drunk, soused. You're on your feet because you can't stand up. Ossified in 2020 means very old, fossilized. 
Their bones are stiff. They can't walk. I think that one's getting a little rude now. Let's blouse. I don't hear much of this one now, especially with women's clothing. But the term let's blouse means we're out of here. Blow the joint. 23 skidoo. Yes, and 23 skidoo is another 20s term. It means run, bud. We're out of here. Let's go. I have to go see a man about a dog. Now, the term I heard in World War II was, I have to go see a man about a horse. Of course, this means go out and discuss business or go buy some whiskey. You wouldn't talk about that stuff during Prohibition. You don't want to admit to an illegal act. Just like we had made up terms for marijuana up to a few years ago. You weren't allowed to discuss that stuff. But you would say, I have to go see a man about a horse. And then they would go down the street to the saloon and get a whiskey and come back. Maybe he would go home and sleep it off. And instead of pass out, they would say we go sleep or we zoom horizontal. So there's a lot more to come. Most of these have something to do with alcohol and drinking. Okay, so what I'm going to find is a little alfalfa gang and some things you would see from television. Maybe the old black and white shows. Oh, give me a break. I call it grayscale when I want to. I will not call it black. I will not call it monochrome. So if y'all get upset about that, go over and look at Heatherweight show. Just kind of leave me alone. Yeah. I'm looking for slang terms and farm girl speak. Something I would have seen out in the country. Like uh, there was an old guy at my church. He was born back in 1910, about like I was. And he talked about the little footrail at the preacher stand, you know, where they have the pulpit up front. And I asked, what's that about? And he said, well, we offered foot washing back in those days. You go into a church, take your shoes off, and the church parishioners would wash your feet and perfume them, rub oil on them. But he said in order to play a trick on people, he would go down the basement, walk through the coal dust bin, and they'd have that stuff, looks like graphite, very fine coal powder. He said, we get our feet absolutely black, filthy, and stinky. Then we put them socks on, put our boots on, go into church. He said, just as I told you, take your shoes off and wash your feet. You pull them socks off and laugh. Say, let's see you clean this one. And, of course, they did that to a church all the time. To think of the stuff your granddad got away with. You try that nowadays, a church going to throw you out of there. <laughs> well... Now, I've heard people talk about blackface on pumpkins. I haven't heard anyone talk about black feet. But we had cold feet back then. You would do that to people. Okay, what do we got? Yeah, upheaval in women's fashions. We know about new woman and the narrow thing, uh, the narrow skirts. You didn't want to wear bells, uh, hoop skirts and bell skirts. They wore back during the Civil War in the 1890s. You wanted a very narrow skirt that hugged your legs and showed off your legs a little bit. I had to show some ankles. That's what people liked back then. And if you wore your bobby socks, your shirt could come up to your knees or something as long as your legs were covered. But you had to be careful with women's fashions. I'm sure we still had the Man Act or the Hays Code. Something governed women a lot back then. Don't want to get arrested because your socks were too short. And I'm checking on suspenders. 
if we had to have something to keep our bobby socks up. You know, Abbott and Costello talked about stop socks. And what that was was a suspender that attached to your pants. You went down to your socks. You attach them. It pulls your socks up, keeps your socks from falling down. And they asked him, did it work? He said, you stop socks stayed up, but your legs fell down. That'd be trouble, too. You don't want to see your legs fall off. Of course, I remember a lot about uh, 20 slang and farm girl talk and all that stuff. But there's something this city talk, talk about speakeasies and whiskey and all that stuff. I don't remember none of that. i got to say it's because I never experienced it. And because my memory of the 20s is not perfect. I stopped in 1920. If I'm lucky, 1925. I never saw much of that stuff. Okay, so bid you goodbye from the dusty road. We're going to make this a simple broadcast. No advertisement today. We're just going to see if it uploads and gets the links right.